0: Welcome to Disco Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Headlines. You can also find us on the web at www.discoculeaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for the first full week of 2016 and with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoKulia Services. She will help us look at the links published this week on Headlines.com. Thanks for joining us Dr. Schroeder on this, our first show for the year. How were your holidays?
1: Oh, the holidays were fine and great to see my kids again, specifically my daughter who despite her dyslexia is in the final stages of her masters of industrial design in the University of Eindhoven in the Netherlands. Always remarkable to see how children with a learning disability can flourish in life once the issue is properly addressed. So she's actually the inspiration for my work on this coquillia service. Right,
0: she's actually uh, the reason why you founded mm-hmm. this organization. Well, that's super. I'll, I'll trust you're well-rested and uh, we have some links for you to look at today. The first link of the year goes to a sort of a game on the New York Times website.
1: Yes. Uh, This link has actually been up there for quite some time, and I hope it will stay up there for a long time. This is a little game that tests the level of quantitative processing you are capable of, or said in a more formal way, the game tests the non-verbal approximation abilities. After doing the test about 20 times, you will most likely arrive at a score of 75%. If you score significantly below that number, You may want to do it again the next morning, but if your or your child's numbers are off, the next step should be to get someone to look at this. You could then do one of the free Disco Coolia screener on my website uh, as a first step.
0: Right. Well, my score was at 80%, but that was only after a good night's sleep and the one (laughs) from the night before was at 65. So uh, I guess I'm okay. I scored eventually. I scored uh, 80%. Let's look at the next link, and and that deals with the uh, with the mental number line and number line estimation and the relation with math achievement. What can we learn here?
1: This is a really surprising study, or actually uh, three studies together, with the distance effect and the spatial numerical association of response codes, and they have made a nice uh, abbreviation of that as. N-A-R-C, or snark effect. (laughs) Snark, yeah. Yes. Natural numbers are mentally represented on a number line. This number line underlies the children's number sense, which supports the acquisition of more advanced mathematical competencies. The studies, however, found that most related with math achievement is conceptual understanding. Ah,
0: I've heard that before.
1: Or more complete, conceptual knowledge, numerical intelligence, and number line estimation each were good predictors of achievement achievement sorry while distance and the snark effect were virtually unrelated to all other variables Mm. you know i'm a stickler for the importance of conceptual knowledge and one of our golden rules is to never drill something that's not yet conceptually understood so this research supports that but the lack of correlation between the distance effect and the snark effect is really surprising.
0: That is surprising. And, and I guess they'll, they'll probably do some more tests to uh, confirm those, uh, those findings. But it's good that one of your golden rules, again, has <laughs> been uh, substantiated in, uh, in research. The next link is to uh, some resources on discoculia.org, where they point out how low-cost algebra uh, courses uh, can be obtained by uh, people. Why are they doing that?
1: Yes, this is a nice little thing of various low cost algebra or simple math courses online that college students can take when they need to pass a math requirement for their otherwise non STEM related studies. Mm -hmm. The advice is not to waste their well earned financial aid on something that can be enjoyed for free. Right. It's a good advice. Just having to pass the math requirement is one thing. If they, however, suffer from dyscalculia, I would advise for some more thorough. Uh, in-depth intervention. This calculia can really wreak havoc in, uh, in an adult's life. It complicates your life almost every day. Think about balancing a checkbook, calculating a tip in a restaurant, or finding a good deal in a store. So if it's just a simple passing of the math requirement, these resources are very helpful. If you find you have a more serious issue with math, you really should do something about it.
0: Right. Yeah, just doing a, a non stimulated course is just avoiding the issue in that case and they should sure. really, you know, uh, follow up. Good. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, and we're looking at the links provided during the week on our website, uh, com. Now next we see a video with a lady talking.
1: Yes. This is Michelle, and she has recently started a Facebook page about her dyscalculia. This time she makes the point that dyscalculia is not related to intelligence. Mm -hmm. So a common misunderstanding is, uh, that that's a common misunderstanding, and it's great that she emphasizes that. Right. When the legislation about learning disabilities was first constructed, the so-called discrepancy model, was introduced. Mm-hmm. This is where a school district would only provide help if there was a discrepancy between the IQ of a child and their achievement on math or reading. So basically, the kids with a high IQ and a low achievement on math on reading uh, were getting help. Right. Well, this didn't make a whole lot of sense. As uh, they were now not, the school districts were now not providing help to those who had a problem in more than one area. Right. So, with the re-signing of the law in 2004, it has been clarified that there are more ways to indicate that help is necessary. And a few months ago, the secretary of education has been very specific about the limitations of the discrepancy model.
0: That's right, and we and we highlighted that in one uh, of our we're podcasts. We're very as happy well.
1: about this yeah. uh, new development. Yeah. Okay, but Michelle makes a slightly different point. Her point, which is well taken, is that when you have dyscalculia, it doesn't mean you automatically have a less uh, high IQ. In a weird way, the government made that clear with the discrepancy model and we should not lose sight of this point, even when the discrepancy model itself is really not useful.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah. So that's the only actual reason why the discrepancy model was, uh, was in fact a good thing in those days, to point that out. Well, finally, the link on Friday brings us to the block of a writer um this is not about this uh, dyslexia right
1: <laughs> no this is a great overview of the struggle this writer has has had with his uh, dyscalculia. and the best part is that he has written it in such a way that he describes all the issues in the various stages of his life a very good read indeed really interesting
0: well, thank you very much. Always good to look back and get some background on the stories behind our links. Uh, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCulia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest and Twitter. Free downloads and a free DiscoCulia screener are available on her website, Disco DiscoCulia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at Head. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Disco Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.